Hey everyone, welcome back. It's another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brendan McCullough. How's it going, Bren? Yeah, it's going all right. Got out a little bit this weekend, so that's nice. It's just perpetually on fire, as is LA's tradition. Oh uh, man. It's just so hot. I, I'm not... Uh, I I can't metaf- I can't hyperbolically say it's on fire as an exaggeration because it is actually on fire a lot of the time, but it's just very warm. It's just been like capping out at like ninety eight like all month. Oh man! Meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, it's pretty nice. I feel like Fuck if it's yeah. not if it's not raining, it's like pretty gorgeous out. So yeah, uh, uh, my wife and I got a chance to go to a local fair, and it was just like, oh my god, social interaction again. <laughs> it was like wow, yeah, uh, but it it was very nice, and the food was incredible. Oh my gosh, we both got to try uh, deep fried Oreos for the first time, and I was Ooh. like, I've heard all about them, and I was I honestly didn't know what to expect. It's basically just funnel cake, but there's a mel- molten Oreo inside, uh, and yep. yeah, it was delicious. <laughs> I, I think it was you though that said on this podcast it was like it takes years off your life and i was like yeah makes sense i can't imagine it's good <laughs> <laughs> i can't imagine it's really boosting you up and you know marathon runners are chowing down one i mean they might that's a lot of calories <laughs> you never know no, but yeah no. it was tasty and yeah. yeah uh didn't go on any rides or uh doing any the scam games but uh it was just nice uh <laughs> walking around and seeing the community I remember going to a like little fair like nearby uh, with like an old coworker, like a buddy of mine, because um, he's from Japan. So he's like, "Oh, I've never been to like an American county fair." I'm interested. A few of us went, and he just like saw all the rides. He's like, "Oh, this kind of look dangerous." He's like, and he saw the games. He's like, "This kind of looks like you know cheap toys that like will fall apart the second you actually get them if you actually win." I was like, "Yeah, it's a county fair." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's- <laughs> he was like disillusioned real quick. I was like. Yeah, you nailed it. Like that's the that's exactly what it is. Yep, over here is the tractors, the best plants. Actually, yeah. the some of the things that were on display was uh, I I guess I'm I'm guessing younger people's artwork, and some of it mm-hmm. was super impressive. I I think there was a theme of like just like Asian art, and there was like some really cool like anime characters and stuff. I was just blown away uh, by some of the talent there. Yeah, it was great. I'm fine with having younger people be like a better athlete like physically than me but like if you just see like artwork it's like oh this was done by a six-year-old and it's this <laughs> fucking gorgeous be- masterpiece God damn it. yes like, for sure geez. it like, was like that someone did a watercolor painting of ori in the blind forest and i was like can i Ooh. buy this i'm like god that's how good this was i was like man wow. talented people around here yeah it's it's always as inspiring as it is downtrodden uh, Don Trotting of like just seeing like guys they're talented so young. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had that kind of talent. That's why we're podcasting. But no, that's uh, the thing. <laughs> too real. This is a video game podcast for anybody new. Let's talk about the games we've been playing. I have a little bit of an update. Uh, maybe I'll start it off with that. Uh, I was seeing, or browsing the PlayStation Network, and there was like a seventy percent off sale going on. It might still be around. So as you're listening, if you're interested, check this out. Uh, but I was. Looking for a deal that I might catch my eye, and what did was the Harry Potter Lego games. Oh, I had boy. always wanted to play a Lego game. I never really have, other than like I don't know what was it back in the nineties, Lego Island, the one where you're like oh, delivering yeah, yeah, pizzas yeah. and that whole thing. Uh, so other than that, no real Lego game experience. Maybe I played a demo here and there, but I love the Harry Potter franchise, as everybody knows. I have that other podcast, uh, but that's the <laughs> thing. Uh, 
it was both games. Each one, uh, I think, is years one through four, and then the other game is years five through seven. Both were bundled together in a collection for $5. I was like, all right, I cannot pass this up. I, I feel like I got to just play through these games and see how they go. I've heard nothing but uh, praise for the Lego or the Lego games in uh, particular. So got around to trying it out just a little bit. Haven't gotten too far into it. I'm still on year one. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It feels very much just like uh, a game where I don't, if I don't want to take things too seriously, maybe even a, a game I could stream and just hang out with people in the chat and, and get, gather all the coins and uh, do all, all the spells. Secrets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it seems pretty like fun, but also uh, very kind of like chore based. It's just like, do all this stuff. Yeah. That's games for you though. God damn it. <laughs> I especially collect-a-thons, like, if you're doing, like, the, you know, the older games of, like, the Banjo-Kazooies and stuff, where it's, like, yeah, it's just a lot of running around, finding every little secret, collecting every little, you know, currency piece, and unlocking all of it, so, it, it's easy to do, and it's something to occupy your brain, you know, while you're talking to someone else. Exactly. It's like you could be doing the dishes, the laundry, and cleaning your house, or you could have collected all the chocolate frogs. It's like, all right. <laughs> I've got to get all those frogs. Laundry well, yeah. doesn't have that good platforming. I still think I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. For $5, I couldn't turn up that, so uh, I'm glad to finally dip my toes into a Lego game. Have you played any Lego games yourself? Uh, I remember actually having the Harry Potter Lego game, but I think it was before the Lego games kind of got like an idea of what they wanted to be and like okay. sort of because they all sort of following like a similar style and like writing and like sense of humor and stuff um between like the star wars and indiana jones the harry potters and stuff so i think i don't know which one was first but i think one of those set pace what the lego games would be so they sort of following that so i think that's the one you have i think the one i had was more of like because it was for the computer back you know in like 2002 or something right um i think it was more of like a diorama builder, like a virtual Lego set where you could like build it and they'd animate and stuff, but you didn't like play it. I think. Cause oh, I remember, wow. I remember like starting it up, not, <clears throat> not understanding how to play it and then never touching it again. But I, <laughs> I remember it was like building the scene sort of rather than like running around playing the movie, but in Lego version. Oh, wow. I had no idea. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's. I'm glad that they're bundling them together. Uh, but yeah, and that's the thing. I'd never played any other Lego game. I've heard the ones that are the best are the Marvel ones, uh, from a few oh, people. Really? Yeah. But uh, again, I'm not that big into the superhero universes. So, uh, I'd have to watch all the movies. That's the thing, Brent. Have you seen all the Marvel movies? Do you recommend going down that rabbit hole? All of them? No. I think I missed Doctor Strange. And then I started missing like more, like uh, pretty much all of them since uh, Endgame happened. I was like, yeah. "All right, that's the bookend I needed. I'm out." Like, you know. <laughs> right? Because like, yeah, like the Black Widow. I haven't seen that. The honestly, probably the last like three that came out. I don't even know what they are anymore. I probably haven't seen those. But like, Endgame was pretty much like, "All right, I'm done. I'm checking out of this." You know, universe. It's already messy as it is. Fair enough. But yeah, so that's me uh, enjoying a new game. Other than that, still just playing Fall Guys like crazy, streaming it, uh, having a lot of fun with that. Uh, got some crowns recently on Saturday night stream, so that was uh, a nice. blast. But yeah, can't. Th oh wait, I was. Uh, that's the thing. <sighs> it's not even <laughs> worth bringing up. But I tried doing some mobile games because I was like, I don't know. Back in the day, we talked about phone games, right? 
and uh, fuck, I think I already unsta- uninstalled them, so I don't even remember <laughs> what they are. But uh, no, I think one was called totally Adorable funny. Home or something, and I was like, okay, I want to give that a try. It just didn't captivate me. I feel like I also maybe wasn't in the the right mindset going into them. I was just like very just yeah. like, let's see if this is going to be entertaining, and it was just like a very tedious click here click here click here click here tutorial and it's just like oh god damn it i like i want something more than that but it's like then again i am just playing a free phone free game. mobile game exactly yeah. so yeah no actually nothing to report there how about you Brad? <laughs> <laughs> you know what maybe there's a reason we stopped talking about mobile games as much yeah. um me uh similar boat uh playing knockout city still they did a, a new update a new season for that so there's a new stage where it's like it's like a hollow deck sort of stage where the like and di- every round of the stage is a different level. Nice. So the premise is the the premise is like you're at the movies and you're supposed to be like on stage for the movie and it's like the different scenes of like a movie of like a warehouse of a castle uh you know something else like a fairy like a fairy princess one or something. So it like changes per round, which is neat. That but, is. Uh, Ooh, it takes a while to get used to. Like, I, where am I? Because he kind of memorized the maps. So it's like, oh, this one's throwing me off. Yeah, definitely. Um, as well as that, they've introduced a new ball, which is like the soda ball, which is basically just the like squid from Mario Kart. Like, it just blinds you. But like with Mario Kart, where you can kind of see around the edges and still have an idea where you're going, this one just covers the entire screen with like soda and you can't see anything. Like, damn. You can't see a thing. So it's, it's nasty. Um, and then yeah, they got a few new games and stuff. It's it's cool. It's still buggy as hell. Um, so when me and my friends were playing it one round, my screen was just black. It was just like black and had the loading symbol in the corner, and that was it. But the we were playing, I was in the match, but I just couldn't see anything. Right. Um. So I kept just being in a chat with my friends. I kept just going to ball form whenever they were nearby, so they could use me as a ball. Oh, that's Cause smart. Because I, I had no idea what to do, and they could throw throw for me. Um, you gotta trust your teammates there, though, because if they mess up, then you're dead and you don't even know it. Um, I was surprised how much I could tell was happening just from sound cues alone, like, without seeing it. I could tell when a ball was coming near me and when I could catch it, uh, even without seeing it. So that was, uh, impressive. Um, but then in that same match, one of the players on the enemy team was straight up just invisible because of a similar glitch. Oh, Wow. So it was for that one round. Once we were done that round, we could see that other character and then I could see anything. So, but then that happened again in another match with my other team, like with my teammate this time. She couldn't see anything. So like, once again, I got city. It's cool. It's neat. I'm sure it's a small team working on it. It's real buggy still. Like every update feels like two steps back, like with new bugs and glitches and stuff. So it's fun. They got, you know, clear dedicated, uh, you know, user base for it and they're making the challenges harder i think so people can't beat them as quickly every week but like god it's it's just tough to play sometimes yeah so, that makes sense so unless you got like a, a good group of people you want to play with regularly i'd be surprised if it retains anyone because of that stuff of like you know what, fuck this it just keeps breaking i'm not gonna play this game so it's cool they're updating it though with the new season though exciting stuff yeah, it's clear they have an idea of like how they're going to do this and like keep this as like an ongoing sports game and stuff. Um, I just I just wish some of the shit was more stable because yeah, it, it 
even like lag's not even that big of an issue. Like people from different areas are with you know shittier internet glitching out. Like I haven't seen too much of that every now and then, but just the game itself breaking while I'm playing it is pretty common at this point. Yeah, so, that's unfortunate. Totally. Uh, and the other thing I played was a uh, Death Store. I uh, beat that. So. Uh, oh, nice. The little like isometric top-down Zelda game where you're a little raven. The crow. Your little crow. Um, with that, I was like on my way to beat it, and I was at like 80-some percent completion. I was like, yeah, screw it. I'm close enough. Let me go for 100. So I just opened up a guide, like a walkthrough, just to tell me where the collectible stuff is. Because there are seeds that you find, and then you have to find a plant, uh, pot and plant them. And then mm-hmm. when that plants, that's, your, that's health to replenish if you ever lose it. Right. So you have to get all a hundred of those, all those seeds, um, and then you find like shiny things because you're a crow. Uh, you find like shiny things which are just little trinkets and items around the world. I think there's like twenty of those or so, um, and some of them help with like world building. Some of them actually have purpose. Like uh, there's a rusty garden shovel that'll glow if you're in a level where seeds are still available. But okay. If you're, if you're in, a, in an area where there are no seeds, it won't glow. So it, it, little stuff like that, or one is a picture that has a puzzle uh, formula on the back of it. So some of the trinkets actually do stuff. Um, and then when you beat the game, there's like a new game plus where you can get like the true ending and do like night mode, like where you change it from day to night and that unlocks a whole bunch of other secrets. Really cool stuff. Really great game. Uh, decent combat. Like I said, it's tough with uh, fighting because there's no way of healing in combat. You can only heal from those plants after you find them uh, running around. Right. So uh, I went around doing the completion, like doing 100%. I got all of the health and power upgrades or energy upgrades. And there's only two more than from when you start. You start the game with four of each health and energy. And then you can get up to six. And that's it. So in every combat encounter, you can't get hit more than four or six times at Damn. most. So it's dude, kind of brutal in that regard, but none of the boss... I was able to beat it all and without cheesing it. Um, really cool stylized game, uh, style of game. Uh, good mechanics, cool world, all that stuff. My biggest complaint is they're not clear with a lot of stuff. Um... There's a lot of things they just don't tell you. Some of it is secrets, and it's like, ah, I can understand with not revealing this. Some of it just feels like basic mechanics that should very much be addressed. Like the trinkets that could actually be used in the world. Um, if you like, look at the trinket and read the description, you might be able to figure it out, but it's never clear. There's no obvious example of like, hey, this trinket in your inventory can pay off in the real world. Like it's right. like Those two examples I gave you of the map and the uh, shovel trowel. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are the only two exam- like only times it happens. Hmm. So there's never one where it's like, oh, we've established this can be used in the real world like earlier in the game. Um, another thing is there's manhole covers around the world, and if you walk above them and slam down, you'll do like a drop-down attack, and you can f- uh, shoot through the manhole covers, like in Mario, and like run around underneath and like the sewers and then jump up somewhere else in another manhole. That's never introduced in the game. They never tell you that. And you just get lucky <laughs> or don't. I, I I found out because I was watching another streamer and uh, she did it. And she's like, I 
she was playing New Game Plus. She's like, I never knew that was an option. So you can beat the game without doing it. It's not required to find like story progression behind it. Right. So she was able to beat the game and then figured out New Game Plus. I was like, oh shit, I'm still playing it. Like I didn't know that. Um, but there, it, but to get all the secrets, to get 100% of the stuff, you do need to know how to do that. And I feel like that's really bad to miss. Like, even if you just did it once somewhere, like, for either a store progressive item or just, a, like, a checkpoint or made it very clear of, like, this is how you open the manhole covers. Here's how you travel through the sewers. There might be secrets in here sometimes. Like, because that's never introduced at any point in the game, I feel like that's a big oversight of, like... Yeah, How would great we ever know this? Design, I feel like even if they're like arguing like, oh, well, we want to be mysterious and you have to, f- the player has to figure that out on their own. That's like then put it in like a deep menu where it's like, I pull up the menu. It's like, what are the actual controls? <laughs> and you like, I don't know, sift through and be like, oh, I can actually do that. I wouldn't have known unless I opened up this menu and read this shit. Yeah. Like if they had a very narrow, like alley and it came to a dead end and at the end of it it was like a ledge with like the man oh that's perfect yeah but then if they put like an enemy on there that way it teaches you hey if you do the drop down attack from above it'll go through the manhole cover and you'll be in the sewers like a way that forces you to do it at least once in the game that way you know it's possible because unless i was unless i was watching that streamer i would never have known that's how you did it so i was like oh that there's a lot of stuff in there so um what else is another example? For the final boss, it's not a huge spoiler for anyone who's worried about the game. For the final boss, they have one move where they slow you down, and you can't, you're not fast, and you can't roll, which is what you uh, would do to dodge stuff um, when you're slowed down. And then while you're slowed down, they'll just jump up and then slam down on you and hit you. And it got me every single fucking time. And like I said, I can, you can only get hit six times at most. So if it did, if the final boss did that six times, I was dead every time. Like I couldn't avoid it. Right. Anyway, there was no way to roll out of it. You couldn't be faster than it. There was no quick dodge or anything. So it's just like so infuriating every fucking time. And looking it up, I'm like, the strategy guys don't say anything about this specific move, like the walkthroughs and stuff. I was like, there's got to be a strategy. I just don't know what it is. Once again, watching a playthrough of it, I saw if you if you uh, try to roll while you're slowed the like slow down symbol on you like kind of expands and then shrinks back down. If you spam the roll move, the symbol grows bigger, 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 and then it'll pop and you can get rid of it yourself. Oh wow, yeah. But once again, that's never told to you. There was a previous section of that boss fight where it teaches you the individual mechanics of the boss fight and then the final fight he the boss uses them all at once. I was able to just run out of the way of his attacks before when he did the slowdown attack because it wasn't as like honed in on me it wasn't as like targeted so i never needed to roll out of the way like mash the roll button to break the slow spell before right so that was another one where it's like that you didn't need to do that to get to this point so it never taught you how to do that and once i knew that i beat the boss immediately on my first try after learning that sure the rest of the fight was easy enough but that one move kept killing me over and over, and they never taught you how to break out of it. So there's stuff yeah. like that where it's like, I feel like like this. the onus is kind of on you to tell the players what can and can't be done in this game. Because that one, for instance, is so situational. You never have an, another enemy at any point in the game do that to you. So, or like I said, I never needed to 
I could always avoid the attack if I was slowed down before then. Right, so, just like a little bit of text on the stream that comes up and goes, Mash Axe or something. It's just like, I don't know. Something, yeah, because it wasn't clear of like, oh, if I did it, the symbol gets bigger. It's like, oh, if I keep doing it, it keeps getting bigger, and it'll eventually break. Like, that's not clear to me. I did it a few times to go, oh, I guess I can't roll, and then I stopped doing it forever. So, it, it's a great game. I do recommend it. It's 20 bucks. It's a fun little uh, Zelda-esque uh, Metroidvania isometric. Um but there are a few instances where I'm like, I'm I'm pulling up a walkthrough, I'm pulling up a guide, I don't give a shit, and I'm figuring this out. So, that's kind of what I did with, like, the last stuff and the collectible stuff and the game, the true oh, secret yeah. ending. So I'm sure I'm going to be doing that with the Lego Harry Potter shit, for sure. Because <laughs> at a certain point, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I could have figured this out if I, like, played around with it for, like, ten more minutes or something. And then there's so many other ones where it's like, no, I would never have found this, and, like, I... I I'm not afraid to admit I would not have thought of this or I just didn't care enough about this. Right. So that's why I like walkthroughs and guides are perfect for that. I'm just like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to spend another 20 hours in this game trying to find the one seed I missed. Uh, and the, you know, the one level. Cause it's a Metroidvania where you unlock stuff and you go back to the previous areas to unlock new things with your new abilities. There's no, like, the maps are kind of decently sized, but there's no real easy way to travel around, and it's kind of a bitch. So, one of them is, like, I went through a full area, I found the secret, I got to the end, and I'm like, ah, you needed this NPC companion with you. I was like, ugh, ran back, got this NPC companion, got him. I couldn't quick travel with him, so I had to run through, like, the three different worlds that were all connected to get back to that place I was just at. And I go through the whole maze of the puzzle again with that companion. I was just like, ugh, this sucks. Like, yeah. this, this is just very long. So uh, there are a few annoyances with stuff like that. But I'd say overall, like, easy, like, 80 out of 100 game. Like, you know, nice. solid B plus, A minus maybe. So real fun. Real good game. Um, the boss fights were... <laughs> boss fights were a little easy some were, some were decently challenging like and then some were just like big minions out in the world they weren't they were like a mini boss maybe the mini bosses seemed to be harder than the bosses typically but interesting uh, yeah it's a real fun game it's not a ton of high stress but like like I said those secrets are just like fuck it let me just find out where this thing is because I had like I probably had like 18 out of the 20 shiny items by the end of it so i was just like ah screw it let me just find these like last few but it's a neat little story fun little game definitely nice. recommend very cool yeah i wouldn't feel bad about using walkthroughs either like i don't i feel like it's all about having fun and it's better than getting frustrated and like uh, turning the game off and be like i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do i don't know it's yeah. kind of like the equivalent of a uh, painting by numbers it's like i I can do this, but I need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could paint on my own without the numbers, but boy, howdy, do I not care enough to do that. Like, Gaming by numbers. There we yeah. go. Because, I mean, before stuff like that, Secrets, like, I remember on Xbox, on the original Xbox, you would get scores based on, like, the achievements you got and stuff. So I remember people were, like, really achievement hunting back then because they're like, ah, oh, it affects your gamer score. Uh, but on stuff like this, like, I... I think I have all the achievements in Death Store except for three, which in order to get those, I'd have to replay the whole game, which I don't really care to do. So uh, I'm not going to like restart the game just to get those three achievements, but all the secrets in the game I got because they were so cl- I was so close to it already. But like, yeah, it doesn't matter if, it, especially for a single player game, if someone 
you know, cheats and uses a walkthrough to find like all these secrets of a collectathon because some of them are cryptic and vague as fuck. And I wouldn't, I'm not ashamed to admit I wouldn't figure it out. But I still, yeah. wanted, still wanted to see what the true ending was, which I mean, kind of spoiler for Death Sword. There's a true ending, and like, I don't know. It's just another ending. It wasn't like, ah, now I understand the game. It was like, your mind wasn't blown. Yeah, like, I, you honestly could take the true ending out, and it would still be a perfectly, it would be perfect sense, if not maybe a little more sense. <laughs> the true ending kind of confuses shit more. It's like, huh? What? But I don't know. Maybe they're setting up sequels or something. Probably. But yeah, Very I definitely cool. recommend it. Nice. Uh, let's see. Is there anything going on in the news uh, we might want to talk about before wrapping this up? This episode up. This might be a shorter one. I'm trying to think. Uh, what was it that I saw recently? It wasn't uh, video game related. It was actually more tabletop related. So I feel like it might be up your alley since you've been playing a lot more D and D and stuff lately. Yeah. But uh, a former coworker sent me this in a Facebook message. It's a game called, and it's actually on itch.io. Uh, it's called. Icon. It's a playtest by Massive Press. So I'm going to spell this for anybody that might be interested in case you're not uh, getting this link from our show notes. But uh, M-A-S-S-I-F hyphen press, P-R-E-S-S dot itch dot I-O slash icon, the word icon. And uh, man, this game looks cool. Uh, I remember... The reason they reached out to me was uh, they said, I saw on a Reddit thread somewhere, they were like, I wasn't sure I would like it, and then I saw that a gunslinger paladin can summon an astral guardian and ricochet bullets off of it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like that sounds so interesting old. enough. And yeah, the artwork has a very strong uh, Square Enix vibe, uh, the whole visual design. Yeah. But uh, man, this game looks very interesting uh, for all you D&D nerds out there. But it's from the co-creator of Lancer and the creator of Kill 6 Billion Demons. I'm unfamiliar with both unfortunately uh but uh yeah a new mythic fantasy role-playing game takes the stage and uh it looks pretty neat i definitely recommend you guys checking it out artwork oh my god so good oh these characters look ridiculous yeah i love the cat oh my god there's like smoke coming out of his mouth or something mystic cat looking figure yeah this looks cool yeah you got like a tiefling paladin sort of looking at the top like kind of but (laughs) it's funny for anyone who's not familiar uh, tieflings are like demon characters like half demons yes uh, in the books officially the book always says like ah they could be any skin tone or red like any variations of those colors um and almost everyone's just like hey what if this tiefling was fucking blue or purple or green or any other color the book says they're not yeah uh, and it's pretty widely accepted like yeah f- yeah it doesn't matter just do whatever so when i see like a skin like a skin tone tiefling i always kind of get thrown off like oh what the fuck oh. <laughs> yeah that's, but, like, that's that's what they're supposed to be but i'm just like ah, <laughs> every time yeah no it also just kind of blends in with their horns there so it's just like oh gosh is that skinned horns oh yeah God. there's no like separation like hellboy or anything um, but it reads, uh, you take the role of an icon, a larger than life hero caught between the turning of two ages long ago, the cruel and prosperous Arkan empire ruled the land until it fell to the doom. Over time, the land healed and the idyllic pastoral green age came to pass. Now, however, that peace is threatened by the coming of the churning age with dungeons literally erupting from the earth and monsters pouring out of its great blights. Uh, kin increasingly turn their hearts to plundering their depths for riches and power and their hands to their sword hilts. Will you have the strength to resist this age or will you claim its terrible power for yourself? So, yeah, I don't know. Sounds interesting enough. Uh, 
check it out if you're a tabletop fan. Uh, it's currently uh, a free play test for a future pl- project. Interesting. Yeah. yeah Not typically what we talk about on the show, but hey. 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 Who are you telling us how to do our I, yeah, show? I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if you do the playtest stuff, you can be that small asshole that says, oh, back when they were doing the beta of this, this was a lot better. <laughs> exactly. They had yeah. skin-colored tieflings now. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day. Uh, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, and another show topic I have, which isn't really uh, super gaming-related, but uh, it's uh, Twitch-related. This Twitch streamer, uh, Ray Nevaez Jr. I, I hope I'm not mispronouncing oh, the name. Yeah. Nevaez. Uh, yeah, oh, they... They basically were doing some Pokemon unboxings, and the one pack they opened had five Weedles in a row. And uh, I think that is an actual like record because people say I think there's uh six or five or six commons per pack, and it's just like in, impossible to dr- draw more than that number in a row. And I'm just yeah. like, man, that's just unheard of. <laughs> and his reaction was priceless. Yeah, you got, if you haven't seen it, uh, just Google that. Man draws five Weedles in a row. <laughs> God, it had to be Weedle. Couldn't have been something useful. <laughs> nope. Yeah, super <laughs> upsetting. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Also playing a lot of Pokemon Unite still. It's, oh, nice. Uh, How's that going? Good. It's it's real hit or miss. I got buddies who are doing the ranked play, so it's like... You go from ranked, which is like beginner, to great rank, to expert rank, to veteran rank, to master rank. And I got some buddies of mine who are already an expert in veteran rank. And I don't know Damn. how. Because if you, <laughs> if you win a round, you go up a point in your rank. If you lose a round, you go down a point in your rank. I don't know how they're consistently winning matches. Because anytime I join with random people, it's a crapshoot of like, hey, this team's pretty good and knows how to play this game. And hey, this team is... Actual toddlers who have no idea how to like how they got here and are so bad at this game, right? And it's it's fine for free play, like for you know casual player whatever. But ranked, I, I'm in what is it? It's great, so it's beginner and great, so like the second rank. So like it's the second rank. You at least had to win a few. You had to understand how to play to get here. You don't have to. I'm not saying you have to be good, but you have to at least understand how the game works. And I still see people just running headfirst into like four enemies and dying, and then doing it over and over and over again. It's like, what's happening? So I don't, I don't know how you win consecutively in that game, but some still maining Mister Mime though. Not as much. Ah, um, I got a few other ones, but it's because the way I play Mister Mime, he he is still support, but he's mostly attack with the guard swap psychic combo um, because he's mostly just doing the damage. Um. So it's still good, but then there's other people like Cinerace, uh, which is the uh, fire bunny from uh, Sword and Shield, his final form. Um, he's just broken, and you genuinely feel like you're bullying people when you play as him, because it's so busted. He has so much damage, and he's so far range. Uh, or Damn. Gengar. I saw a video of a Gengar, one Gengar taking on four other people on the enemy team by itself and winning. And it's just like, oh... That's genuinely broken. Like, yeah. That's, that's busted as fuck. Um, so there is some janky unbalancing elements to it. Uh, talking to a friend of mine that plays League of Legends all the time. That's kind of the nature of MOBA. It never is balanced. There's always going to be someone who's you know OP and someone who uh, got nerfed to hell and is useless now. So, And then I have seen people who are like a shitty Gengar or like a bad Snorlax. But genuinely some of the Pokemon are easier and better to play than others um 
but they just added a Guardivar is the newest addition. Okay. But there was no like big song and dance like, we're revealing a new champion. So it seems like they might just be casually dropping new Pokemon like left and right. Oh yeah, they could do a shitload. <laughs> yeah, you got finally like, 890 some Pokemon to choose from. Um, one downside is you can get like cosmetics, which are fine because it's, it's, you have to pay real money to get them, but it's just cosmetic. Uh, with the items you can have, you can have held items up to three of them. And you can swap them out for, you know, what's your better build. Uh, the downside is you can pay money to get the material to upgrade those items. And, you know, the more you upgrade them, the stronger they get. So there is kind of a pay-to-win element of you can buy all of the heroes uh, if you want. So you have always have a hero or always have a Pokemon to use in a good situation. Uh, but you can also buy held items and upgrade all of them to their max. And that'll have in-game results. Right. So it's a kind of pay to win in that element. And some people are starting noticing like, hey, this Gengar touched me briefly and took out three fourths of my health bar. What the hell? And it's because his items are maxed out and like built for that exact build. So kind of tough in that regard. Still fun. It's still early on, though. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's with that pay to win element. If it kind of gets beyond unbalanced, it becomes unplayable unless you also pay to win. Yeah, so. hopefully everyone just refuses to pay and it just remains no, a normal game. No, <laughs> no, not happening. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. I never was interested in MOBAs before. Now that they're just dropping Pokemon in there, it's like, you almost got me. I don't know. Oh, is there? Yeah, but I don't I, think I'm going to be playing this. I had a vague passing interest. I played League in high school for a, or high school and college for a hot minute. Um, and seeing some other people playing it who are good at it, it's like, wow, it's pretty interesting. But... Pokemon's kind of there. It's kind of like, yeah, this is fun, but I, I also would be surprised if I just drop it at some point and never go back. Sure. Because uh, it, it is still, like I said, a crapshoot of like, hey, I'm doing really well. Too bad the other four players on my team are garbage, and we lost. I take screenshot of some of the most polarizing scores. I think the highest I ever got was my team got like 931 points, and the enemy team had like 75. So there are wow. matches like that where it's just like, Good Christ, it was a blowout. Yeah. Uh, and in another match I played last night, we won by literally two points. So it's like, it's it's impressive how close you can get and how one-sided it can be at two at the same Hell time. Hell yeah. So. Super good, cool. Good game for now. We'll we'll see how it goes. It is a MOBA and it is <laughs> it, Yeah, win, it so. is brand new. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, we got a few, what was it, four minutes of gameplay trailer for Stray, that cat game. Oh, yes. Oh, my like goodness. The future. I don't think I got around to watching this gameplay. Is it cool? It's neat. I mean, you're, you're playing as a cat. You're just, like, interacting with stuff and walking around. It didn't seem like much, but it's, like, there's robots all over the place and stuff. So it is a weird setting. Uh, but gameplay-wise, it's like, yeah, you're playing as a cat. I don't know what you expect. <laughs> so it's, Fuck yeah. I, I can't say the gameplay is compelling, but the world certainly is. Yeah, no, I know a perfect uh, streamer or that would enjoy playing this game on their stream. Uh, I am Mosho, the cat rapper. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, the team from Hyper Light Drifter is making a new game called uh, Solar Ash. And very much has Hyper Light Drifter vibes to it. So anyone who is looking for more of that game, keep your eyes out on this one. Nice. Uh, but it's 3D. So Hyper Light Drifter was top down 2D. This is going to be 3D. 
Oh, wow. Now I'm super excited for this because, uh, yeah, that the visual style of Hyperlight Drifter was interesting uh, for a 2D uh, style. But, man, for that team to go now to 3D, I, I can't wait to see what uh, Solar Ash looks like. It looks real cool. I, I never got around to Hyperlight Drifter. I think it came out where people were like, oh, this game's like super challenging and like really hard and to get the pinpoint percent. I was like, that sounds like a lot of work on my time. I don't need that right now. <laughs> I think I was like college. I was like, I'm stressed enough. Uh, but visually, yeah, they look amazing. So seeing this in the 3D space is uh, really cool. So, uh, Oh, yeah. Looking at the trailer now. Wow. Yeah. That's Stunning. Keep an eye out. Uh, so stylized action platformer coming out. Uh, PC, PS4, and PS5. But I don't think they... Uh, in October, actually. There you go. I, sooner than I thought. Hell yeah. Uh, in order to avoid ending on a bummer, I'll go with this one next. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so all the news going on with Activision and Blizzard. There was a, a picket... Not a picket. A protest of Blizzard uh, where people were trying to boycott their products during a day and uh, all of the employees uh, came out and like did a walkout for Blizzard and Activision and their studios. Good. Because all this horrid harassment shit's coming out, and it just keeps coming out. It's, yeah. There's a lot of stories, and a lot of people, uh, executives in Blizzard had a Bill Cosby suite, which, whether you named it before all the allegations and uh, charges came out about Bill Cosby, the fact that they kept it around after that also speaks a lot. So, Yikes. Um, but also Blizzard has been seen hiring, uh, a law firm that is quite notorious for busting unions. So it was a law firm, I think that worked against Amazon to break up the people that were trying to organize a union for Amazon workers. This is a law firm that is, oh, what's the word? Shitty? Yeah. Super shitty. Known for being a real shit piece company, uh, because this is kind of the bread and butter for breaking up unions. And people are saying, like, hey, that's kind of interesting that Blizzard's worried about their employees unionizing and uh, trying to get some of their employer rights back uh, instead of dealing with these horrid sexual harassment claims. Uh, you think they would just fire the people that were being accused of being sexual harassers and assaulters. But instead, Blizzard's focusing on unions. Interesting. That's interesting yeah. that they're more concerned with that. Deflecting. So, yeah. And kind of hoping that people will notice uh, well, you know, with one big news story going on, you're hoping you could do some other shit and get away with it. So, good to see where Blizzard's money's at right now. Or, but yeah, ending on a less shitty note. I, I the only Blizzard game I actively played was uh, Overwatch, and I haven't touched that in years. So, easy enough for me to boycott it. I'm yeah, same here. I was only touch. ever really playing the Diablo games, and even that was very loose. Yeah. Uh, but so we don't end on a bummer. We got good news. Outer Wilds DLC got announced. Oh, right. So that's coming out in September. It's called Echoes of the Eye. And uh, talked about it nausea before. Outer Wilds. Fucking phenomenal game. It's so cool. An amazing space exploration game. Yeah. The, I love the concept. Yeah. It's like stylized and you just go around in a small solar system. Um it, it kind of takes a bit to load the beginning, but it's because it's it's loading the entire solar system every time. It doesn't like load in the world as you get closer to it. There's not like progressive loading. Right. It's just it loads it all at once. So it's cool because that just allows you to go anywhere at any time. And it's just so fun for exploring. Um, and a lot of the 
news about the DLC. They're like, looks like you see like the sun who's in the center of the solar system being like eclipsed by something. And kind of like, seems like darkness is a big theme of it, of like not as much light and finding a secret that maybe you didn't find in Outer Wilds. Um, there is a story to it. There is kind of like a main plot to it. So it doesn't fully wrap everything up. So uh, it looks like this was intentional that they were always going to do this eventually. So it's cool to see them expanding on it, you know, after it's been so long. Yeah. Um, but it's also like very cryptic of like, we'll tell you this is the first and only expansion for Outer Wilds. And you're going to have to, you know, get used to the darkness and we'll leave it as vague as that. Like they're, they're kind of intentionally being like, no, we don't want to tell you anything. Like just, if you want to play, if you liked Outer Wilds, you'll want to play more of it. God so damn it. I want Mickey Mouse to pop out of nowhere. It's just like, ha ha, it's up Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Tie in. <laughs> no. No, I'm trolling. Um, it is really fun though. Cause it is, it, this kind of got ahead of the very big trend I've been noticing now of just the live, die, repeat sort of like genre of stuff now yeah uh for if you're an anime fan there's re-zero which got very popular with that premise of a show uh there's a few other ones that come out since there's the tom cruise movie of like edge of tomorrow which got rebranded as live die repeat because that was a catchier title for everyone um but there's like four tv shows that are doing this now of like the premise of like some dude dies and god has to learn his uh mistakes and he relives the same day over and over at like Groundhog Day. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird trend of like, I'm seeing that a lot in sci-fi and stuff now, right now. It's definitely exhausted at this point. Um, but I remember Outer Wilds kind of being one of the earlier ones to do that premise. Um, and totally. that's not a big spoiler. That happens really early yeah. on. Yeah, it's the premise. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but uh, it was fun watching. Uh, I saw another streamer finally get around to it. Outer Wilds was on their recommended list for years, and they finally got around to it. And it was funny seeing the different reaction to the space exploration. Because the whole time I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. And even though I couldn't handle the ship, like, most of the time, control-wise, uh, I was still having fun, like, bouncing around and being like, ah, I, I drifted into the sun by mistake. I, I cut <laughs> my turn too close. Uh, and then seeing the streamer play it and kind of losing our mind, like, freaking out. Like, this is too stressful. I don't know what's happening. Like... The biggest thing is, like, momentum in space. If you're flying towards a planet and miss it, you can't just, like, it's not a car. You can't just stop, turn around, and go back. Like, the momentum will carry you for a good long while until you can use your momentum, go to the other trajectory. And, yeah. You know, slow it down and then turn around. It's funny seeing them, like, miss a planet and then just collide into another planet behind it because the speed was too high and she just flew past it. Um or on the one planet, like, she landed the ship to, like, repair as, like, meteorites were hitting the planet. She was kind of getting freaked out, like, oh, God, like, am I going to get hit by one of these? And then the ground just collapses out from under her because it's a, it's like a dying planet where it's hollowed out from the inside. What? There's a black hole inside of the core of the planet, so it just, <laughs> like, absorbs the planet every rotation. Uh, it's crazy. Outer Wilds is fucking nuts. It's just really cool. That's another one where I had a walkthrough where I was just like, fuck it. I'm sick of these secrets. I, I'm too dumb to figure these out on my own. Give me a walkthrough. Uh, Fair enough. Ha I'm happier for it. I'm like, I'm glad I found the I'm glad I saw the secrets, but no, I never would have done that on my own. Um, so cryptic and vague puzzles, but God, that's a fun, that's a fun exploration game. Especially if you want space, like goofy stylized sort of space. It's hell yeah. You're in like a wooden ship. So yeah, it's, it's fun. It's really cool. 
Cool. So I'm excited for more DLC. I know you wanted to end on a positive or not a negative note, but no. I'm going to bring it back to negative. Uh, no, it's also kind of related because we're in space and stuff, but rapper Lil Uzi Vert is trying to Ooh. buy a planet larger than Jupiter. And I'm thinking to myself, that's depressing because first and foremost, couldn't that money be spent on something better? Second of all, who are you buying this planet from? And if it's a gas planet like Jupiter, like, you can't even go land on it. What's the point of this purchase, little Uzi Vert? I'll sell them a planet. Yeah, I got, like, I got like six planets I can sell them. Like, I got... Exactly. Yeah. That sounds like the easiest scam in the yeah. world. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's your planet. Just give me whatever you were thinking it costs. <laughs> I mean, people were buying stars for a hot minute back, you know, a few years ago. They're like, oh, yeah, for your birthday, I, I bought a star for you. Up there, that's your star. It's like, Cool. Prove it. Like, who who did you buy this from? Who exactly. From? You know, it, can I go to that star? No. Is it real? My, maybe not. Maybe it's millions of light years away. By the time the light gets to us, it's already destroyed. Like, it's what? I purchased <laughs> yeah. the sun and named it Zunkery. Now all of you must refer to it as such. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you enforce that rule? So I don't even know who Little Uzi Vert is, let alone me neither. I was gonna to say, do, could you name five. a single song of his? I was no. hoping you could, because I'm so out of touch. Oh god, I was driving somewhere the other day, and there's like, here's the lineup for Lollapalooza, and I knew like two of like the thirty like musicians they named. I was like, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, a name like Little Uzi Vert though makes me think of someone skateboarding with a machine gun. So that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> nice. Anyway, we can wrap this episode up. Let's do some plugs. Uh, Brian, you have another podcast. Tell our listeners about it. Got another podcast called Are We There Yet? Where we watch three episodes of an anime or a movie and give a recap of it with our opinions and takes on it. Uh, it's usually a good way of just getting a sampler pack of anime, being like, yeah, I'm a little interested. Let me see what the let me hear what the show's about before I commit to watching it. Um, recently, we did Blood Blockade Battlefront, which was a goddamn nightmare. Uh, we did Fairy Tale, I think, on the most recent episode, which. I'll apologize up right up front right now about my energy on that episode. It got weird. I, <laughs> I I have no excuse for it, but I was coming out. I was punchy that day. I don't know why. Shit happens. <laughs> Shit happens. Fairy tale just got real weird. Like the show's fine. It's a standard show. Like you know, you have already watched it if you thought you would be interested in it. But I don't know. Recapping that episode made me a fucking lunatic. So <laughs> it, just got, it just got weird. But uh, yeah, you can find me there. Sweet. And listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places at ABT Silence. Uh, specifically, twitch.tv slash ABT Silence is where I'm uh, streaming a lot of games. <laughs> when I say a lot, mainly Fall Guys, but you never know. You <laughs> might see some Lego Harry Potter or uh, some Pokemon Sword and stuff. We'll see. But uh, other than that, I also have a record label, MissedOutRecords.com, to see what vinyl and cassettes are available for sale over there. Got some new records in, uh, so definitely check that out. And the band that does our music is uh, a band called Kinda Alright. Head over to KindaAllright.BandCamp.com for more music from them. But thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. See ya. See ya.